Last month, uh, we had three people from our church family go to the Dominican Republic on a mission trip, and they would like to share that experience with you. 
this morning. So, uh, Don? Good morning. Sergeant said, Kevin Antrim and Trish Carmer and myself went to the Dominican Republic on a mission trip at the end of January. Um, this is the second time our congregation has um, been to uh, this facility. Um, Freedom International runs a Christian-based school that primarily services the children from the sugarcane fields, from the workers of the sugarcane fields. Um, Domino Sugar has a huge mass of ground down there where they grow the sugarcane, and they have um, little villages, uh, which they call batays, scattered among the, um, the sugarcane fields. And this is primary where, primarily where um, the students come from for this school. Um, Freedom International hosts um, work groups just about every week. Um, sometimes they're small groups, six, eight people. Sometimes one in March they're coming up, they got like 75 people coming. So these people are very um, good at uh, hosting groups. They've become very proficient at this. They're, uh, take very good care of you. Uh, you. You eat good meals, you get plenty of rest, you have nice beds to sleep in. Um, so very well taken care of. The um, quarters that we stay in, just so you know, um, are actually part of um, the future school. They've taken two of the classrooms and made them into dormitories. And there's one dormitory for the men and one for the women, and then they have bunk beds in them. So um, you stay right there on the, the school campus, um, and um, are there to, to um, experience the whole experience of the, the kids' days and everything. Um, Primary construction for uh, buildings in the Dominican Republic is concrete block. Um, I hate laying concrete block. I'm terrible at laying concrete block, <laughs> but I still wanted to do it. So I chose the first day, which was going to be a half day, um, to, to lay concrete block. Um, one day was enough. One half day was enough. But I did it. Uh, the other half day, they took us out on a, a bus trip into the uh, countryside and showed us um, the batets where the children come from. So we have an understanding of, of the kids' backgrounds and what they, um, the changes they're seeing in them. Um, Second day, I decided to do something a little more to my skill set, and I worked in the workshop. Um, they were organizing it, building shelves, and we built a couple of bunk beds, things like that. The Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I decided I would spend time with these wonderful kids. 
Um, primarily, the work groups work with the three-year-old preschoolers. And the preschoolers here are just like the preschoolers here. Very short attention span. You tell them to do one thing, they do the opposite. <laughs> but they are full of love and enthusiasm and um, hugs, full of hugs. So that's a great experience to, to be able to spend time with the kids. Um, another time that is we had to spend with the kids was meal times, lunch. We could uh, eat with we ate right there with the kids. Um, they encouraged us to communicate and, and talk to the kids. And uh, at lunch, we even get to to be with the older kids. And one day, I was sitting there, and there was space between me and the next person, and, and just this little kid comes running up and sits his food down and plops down, and he just plasters himself right to me. I looked at him like, hello. <laughs> I hadn't met him previously, but he, they, they are so used to the work groups coming in and, and the people being there that they um, are open to you. And it's just a wonderful experience to be able to meet those kids and talk to them. Um, they don't all speak a lot of English, especially the younger ones, but the older ones do speak English. That's what they want you to use. Um, that's what they're there to do is communicate with you in English. So, um, This time when uh, our group went, there was just the three of us, but we had the wonderful opportunity to be there with another group from Monticello, Indiana. And they had about 28 in their group. Um, one of the, the highlights was being able to um, get to know this group of people. Um, wonderful, wonderful group of uh, men and women. To be able to uh, see what God is doing in their lives, in their church, uh, in their ministry there at Freedom uh, was incredible. Uh, they had several youth with them. These kids worked harder than I did. <laughs> and not a complaint. Uh, never heard a complaint out of these kids at all. Um, so that's, that's um, says a lot about the, the type of people that do come on do these work groups. You can't help but see God at work in this ministry. Um, they've come a long way in a very short amount of time. In the stories that you hear from the missionaries, families, from uh, the staff, it's incredible to see the amount of work that has been done. A lot of times on mission trips, you think you're going to mission to to help other people. In my experience, on mission trips, you're the one that gets missioned to more. In this uh, situation, it was, it was like that. Um, our primary goal was there to be there for the kids and to build this wonderful school and provide them with an education and 
knowledge of God and his teachings. But this organization is ministering to the families in the Bataes as they go out into the community and, and, and um, teach the parents what they need to know. They have to tell the parents how to get the kids on the buses. They have to tell the parents what the kids should wear. They have to teach the parents about homework. So the teachers are out in the, the Bataes four times a year doing teacher, teacher parent conferences. Um, this ministry ministers to the community. They hire many of the locals to do block laying, construction, and, and uh, security, and different things. Um, the work groups that attend to come there are getting ministered to. You just and unless you're there, you can't understand what all God is doing and why he's doing it. Um, I encourage you to look at their website, Freedom International, um, and lots of wonderful information on it. Um, if you're interested in going on a trip, let us know. There's one plan for this summer. Um, if you can't go on a mission trip, if you're not physically able, there are a lot of other things you can do. You can pray for them. You can donate money. You can support somebody else that wants to go on the mission trip. So we can all be the hands and feet of God. And uh, I encourage you to uh, support and look into Freedom International. Good morning. Um, I did um, have the experience of going last year on the trip, and um, I enjoyed it so much. Um, I volunteered to go back this year. And um, so this morning, I just want to kind of concentrate on um, the difference between last year and this year's trip. Um, I truly do think I got more out of this trip, and um, I think one of those one of the reasons was the fact that, like Don mentioned, um, there were so many more of us. There was um, over 30 people this time, um, and last time there was just the six of us and eight, um, or two from another, um, two gals from another church. So um, just the whole fact that there was more people there to interact with and to um, fellowship with just made it more exciting this time. Um, and the second thing was um, there was a lot more interaction with um, all the kids this time. Um, they're learning as they're developing this um, whole program of what they're doing. And um, they, they've changed it now. So um, one day a week they have um, you come and you're gonna, you interact with all the grades. They bring each grade in in a 20-minute interval um, to this you saw the um, thatched multi-purpose area that um, there, and they have the lunch tables there. And we, the teams came in, and we just spread out on those tables, and there was games and stuff for us to. And the kids came in um, during their English period, and um, you just interacted with them during that game and talked to them, and and um, 
So there was the connection with the older kids this time that we didn't have last time. Um, like Don mentioned, we get to eat, you get to eat lunch with them this time um, now. Um, before, there was no um, area for them to eat lunch in, so they just grabbed their lunches and went back to the room, so there wasn't any way for us to eat with them. And, and now you can, you'll get to eat lunch with them and interact with them. Um, the new playground... Um, there, you can go out with the kids at playground and you can um, push them on the swings and um, spot them and help them. Um, you saw Don on the uh, monkey bars with the kids. There's the monkey bars, there's rope ladders, there's um, a climbing, rock climbing wall that um, you get to have that time. Um, and I'll go more into the playground here in a minute. And then the last thing of that that's different from last year was um, last year there was only morning um, preschool. Now they've added a second afternoon class. So last year we worked with the kids in the morning and then in the afternoon we just worked with the teachers on prep work for the following day. Well, this year you get to actually work with the kids all day long. Um, good, bad, whatever. It, it's tiring when you're with them all day long. But like Don said, it's adaptable. You can, you can, if you choose to do the homework prep, if the kids have worn you out, then you can do the homework prep if you want to. I chose to stay with the kids all day. Um, um, but the highlight of the whole trip to me was just seeing how much God has um, worked to accomplish in the last year since we've been there. So, uh, Last year, they were just starting on the kitchen building, and um, that was already finished and functioning when we got there. They added that thatched multi-purpose area. That wasn't even started. There was post in the ground, and that's all there were. So um, that was um, something that happened. Um, the front of the school was um, stuccoed and painted, which it wasn't done last year. Um, and then the most exciting part to me was the playground, and I know that sounds silly, but uh, when we were there last year, it was kind of depressing to go out to recess, and I know every kid looks forward to recess, but they, they literally would go out to a open field that had two tether balls out there. They had a few inflated, not, not inflated, deflated balls to kick around and play around with, and a couple of beat up, torn up, tattered jump ropes that had been tied together in multiple knots to keep them together. And that's all they had last year for a playground. And you've seen in these pictures, there's a beautiful playground there now that has been donated and put up and um, just a, a blessing. I was so excited to see, to, see that playground. Um, they've doubled the, the workshop area um, that they had to work in and then put two apartments over the top of that um, work shed that weren't there since we were there. And then the most amazing thing to me is there's this four-story um, apartment building that's right next to the apartment building that we stayed in last year that they have put up um, that's going to have eight apartments in it. Um, to see that go up in just a year's period of time and when you think about it, the majority of those blocks are brought up by a rope one block at a time because once they get past the, the layer that their tractor could reach up to, the only way to get the blocks up is this rope. And there's Dominican people bringing those blocks up one time, one block at a time. So, um, but this extra space is needed because also, since we came went last year, they've added three missionary families plus two individual missionary ladies, and um, 
to the permanent staff. And then um, along with everything else that I just told you that had happened in the year, they've continued to build on um, classrooms. Um, so to me, all this progress that happened in such a short period of time just proves that Freedom um, Ministries is definitely a God-breathed ministry. Um, God is very present in this ministry, and um, definitely you can feel and see God's presence at work in a mighty way when you're there. Um, and like Don alluded to, um, this ministry is just amazing. Um, the staff, the permanent staff ministers to the kids, the kids' families. They minister to the work groups that come down, and they minister to each other. They support each other. And then the work groups that come down, they minister to the kids. And you also minister to the permanent missionary staff because you are encouragement to them um, coming down there and supporting them. And then um, as a work team, you support and minister and fellowship with each other. So lots of ministry going on and, um, when you're down there. But most of all, um, the reason we go down there is for those kids. And those kids minister to every single person. They have such unconditional love. They, they are so loving and kind. Um, they have hugs and smiles for anyone that they come in contact with. Um, and you just, when you see those little faces, you just, you can't help but um, want to go and help them. Um, so I just um, hope that you each prayerfully consider um, an opportunity in helping in this ministry, and I will turn it over to Kevin to give you what those possibilities are. Thank you, Trish. I'm going to be a little bit more interactive um, with this. Um, I've been, uh, I've technically been to Freedom three times. I'll tell you how this ministry kind of got started. Uh, a few years ago, uh, or two years ago, 2016, uh, Kim and I uh, took a uh, vacation with, it was an award trip from a company, and they offered us a one-day mission experience. And that mission experience was to Freedom Internationals. And uh, kind of wondered why God was leading us in this direction, but once we were there, we found out. Uh, very God-inspired, as they said, um, and fell in love with them. So Kim and I brought it back here to, to our church. And, and after taking two mission trips there, it's been fantastic. But I've got a question for you. What is the fastest way to build something? What, save the money up, and once you get all the money to build it, build it. Or go get a loan from a bank and then build it. Which is the fastest way? Get a loan. Get a loan and buy it. Freedom International Ministries, last year, they had 18 classrooms. They had an apartment building that, housed, that had eight apartments in it. They had uh, 180 students. They had a uh, little shop, garage, and a building for the night watchman uh, caretaker. Um, now, Freedom Ministries has 23 classrooms, 240 kids. Um, the multi-purpose room, which can, is a, has got, got a game room on top. It's got storage and a kitchen. You saw the thatched roof there. Um, they've got another shop, workshop, and they've got two apartment buildings above that. 
Last year they had six missionaries and and one six missionary families and one uh, single lady uh, as a missionary and three interns. Now they have nine missionary families, three single ladies, and they had like five interns this year. And Freedom International owes zero. God has blessed this ministry uh, with people that have just donated. Um, but, and that's what, that's what we liked about it. It is so God-inspired, God-breathed. Um, the, um, this year, I worked in the classrooms. Um, in the classrooms in the morning, and I did construction in the afternoon. Last year, I did all construction. So I kind of saw both sides of it. It was, it was really cool being in the classrooms. I had two uh, young people with me, uh, Wilson, a little boy named Wilson, and a little girl named Elizabeth. So I went around and worked with them at the different stations in the class, and that was fun. That was fun to get to see those little kids. Um, but there are many ways that you can get involved. Uh, one of those ways is uh, uh, sponsor a child. Uh, they charge the parents $50 a year for their child to come to the school. They do that because if you just let the kids come to the school for free, there's no incentive for the parents to get them to come. Um, but also there's a child sponsorship. Um, a child sponsorship covers the rest of their cost for their food and the teachers. In each classroom, there's two teachers. There's an uh, American teacher or English-speaking teacher and a Dominican teacher in each classroom. Uh, the language down there is Spanish. A few of them speak Creole because a lot of them are Haitian refugees and they speak Creole, so they already speak that too. So, uh, and another way is a class sponsorship. Uh, class sponsorship, you can sponsor a whole class, and that gives some little extra stuff to help supply the class, supply the different things. Kim and I uh, are class sponsors of a fourth grade class. Uh, they'll be the first graduating class from Freedom International. Um, they, um, uh, and that will happen in 2026. And Kim and I are making plans now to be there at their graduation. Um, I got to go into the class, the fourth grade class. Uh, they speak English great. And I got interviewed. They asked, you know, what my favorite food was, what my favorite animal was, what's your favorite candy? They ask all different kind of questions, and, and that was a lot of fun to get to know those kids. So I got to spend a couple uh, afternoons in, the, in that classroom. Um, but I guess the, the, the main way, or not, I hate to say main way, but having feet on the ground, um, just being there. And as, as Don and Trish said, you'll be blessed more than the blessing you are. Um, and that's kind of hard to believe sometimes when you're, when you're here. You know, every block that's laid, every, every hug that's given, every relationship you have with these children builds on God. Um, their, um, one of their the theme is love God, love people, live design. Uh, Jason, the, man, the gentleman that started this, he says everybody has a design that God wants for their lives. And what they're trying to do is equip these children to live God's design. You know, the, the education, the math, the English, the science, the, um, uh, they even have Spanish class down there, which is kind of, I thought it was kind of ironic, but I thought, you know, we have English class up here and 
I barely got through that. But, uh, uh, but you know, you have, uh, you know, that's part of it. But the Bible classes, you know, teaching them about God and who God is and where God is inspiring their lives. And then as they grow up, get the education, learn more about God, they can go out and live their design as, as their life. Um, so that's, that's the ways to do that.